welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. That felt very, hola. <laughs> Who am I, Michelle? Hola. Um, hola. Um, is that what she, yeah, that's what she does. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, this is season eight, episode Woo-hoo! five, the one with Rachel's date. Yes, Ooh. and I... I feel like we do this all the time. I thought it was going to be when she and Joey go on a date. Yeah, but that obviously that. this date has to happen first. And every episode in this season is the one with Rachel's date, I guess. Oh, I'm, I'm just kidding. There's date, just two. <laughs> There's just two. There are a lot of Rachel's dates. But um, yes, I know what you mean. But um, yeah, I, I could see that. I don't know what that one's titled. I don't either. Uh, the one the with one Joey's where crush Ross is fine. <laughs> no, that's that season ten. Oh. Is it season ten? Yeah. Joey and Rachel don't date until season ten. Not officially. Because wow, she dragged he out. likes her, and then she likes him, and then oh, and then there's Barbados, Charlie, and there's Barbados. Oh, I forgot about Charlie. Is Charlie season nine? End of nine, beginning of ten. I like Charlie. Have you ever listened to her audiobook or read her memoir? Um, what is it called? I don't remember. Okay. But no. it's good. I know you're not as into audio, but it's she reads it, so it's fun. Um oh, that's cool. Yeah. She is interesting and was worth reading. So make sure you guys look up that book that I definitely just named. <laughs> if you google charlie on friends book you'll find it you'll know it's you her. Her, her name is alicia that. something like that silverstone no okay um no but you want to hear something embarrassing always um so you know how there's the new little mermaid it's like live action cgi have you seen? Is it live action or is it CGI? It's both. I mean, it's like. Is it on Broadway? No, it's a movie. Okay, so you haven't seen it. Okay. No, um, and I. You tell me, what does live action mean? Oh, well, like the little Humans. mermaid was a cartoon. Yeah. So live actions yeah. with people. Yeah. But it's a mermaid. So it's like, it's obviously she's not actually swimming underwater. I'm just assuming it's a lot of CGI. Because okay. she's swimming. Um, so it's like Avatar, but the Little Mermaid. I, I guess. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but it's new. And there is this. Uh, I saw the trailer. Someone posted it. And it was shared from someone else's Instagram account. And I saw Halle Berry. And I was like, OK, Halle Berry shared this. And now my friend is sharing it. So I'm watching it. And then there's this girl who's playing Ariel. And the next slide is like, oh, my gosh, Halle Berry. Can't wait to see the movie. Da, 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 da. And I was like, that was not Halle Berry. Like, that girl was 20. And Halle Berry looks good. Don't get me wrong. But she doesn't look – if if that's what she looks like now, I'm confused. Because that doesn't even – it doesn't just look like a young girl. Like, it barely looks like her. Um. And I realized this girl's name is like Holly Benny or something like that. It's oh. not Halle Berry. But my eyes just, 
it's like the same length of name. And because I, w- I just wasn't thinking about it. And I haven't heard anything about the movie until I saw the trailer. So I just saw my brain just filled in Halle Berry. And it's not. But it's some young girl who sings. I don't know. But her name is something similar to Halle Berry. <laughs> and yeah, that's that was all. a roller coaster. That's the, that's the end of the story. But no, that's good. I'm. I had no idea about any of this. Um, while you were telling us that, I've got some info. It's Aisha Tyler. So you're close with Alicia. Um, okay. Yes, I knew it wasn't Alicia, but it was something similar. Aisha Tyler, mm-hmm. and it is the lady who hosts Whose Line Is It Anyway, which I thought. Aisha Tyler hosts Whose Line Is It Anyway. Yeah. Oh, I think she took over I... from Drew Carey. I thought it was her. She just has a lot longer hair. And so the other day I was like, I could swear that is the same actress from Friends who played Charlie. But she she just looked a little bit different. But she's got longer hair and it's like a little bit of a different color. Okay. Well, guess what? What? I have more news. Okay. The actress playing The Little Mermaid's name is Hallie Bailey. So you could see how my eyes. That's very confusing. It's very confusing. It is um. her, not you, and she should change her name. I'm just kidding. But no, that's very confusing. You're like, that um, that 20-year-old is not Halle Berry. I know. I was like, I was like, it wasn't just that she looked young. I was like, that's not her. But I was like, maybe it wasn't it's because just it's... that she was young. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, maybe it's because she's the little mermaid. They've done a bunch of like weird, you know. Yeah. Filtery CGI things and they're making her look different. Maybe that's the point and I'm missing oh, it funny. and then I realized it was a totally different girl. And I was like, it's "Okay, so I'm not off, I'm not off base here. <laughs> it's not her at CGI all." CGI hasn't gotten that crazy yet. Well, you never know. Like sometimes and mer- makeup is, you know, you can do so much with that. But I was like, "This doesn't look like Halle Berry at all." Um, it's because it's that not we got to the bottom of that. For yeah, you. It's and not. for everyone else out there listening, who was also yes, if you confused. thought it was, I can't. I honestly can't be the only one who has thought that. I can't possibly. No, statistically, no. So, statistically, um, no. we're just we'll talk about this episode. Um, <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> Uh, this is also not Halle Berry. Uh, this is Monica um, and Phoebe. So is that a good segue? Um, so yes. it starts out, this episode starts out with Phoebe coming back to the kitchen of Monica's restaurant to say hi. And I'm going to stop us there. Do you have any friends who are chefs? Hmm. I know a guy who was a chef. I don't know that I'd call him my friend. Acquaintance, yeah. maybe? Um, but he's really good. So cook. no active chef friends. Yeah. Okay. No, sadly, no active chef friends. I do have some friends who really love to cook, though, but they're not, they're employed. They they're not, not like, employed. Ab- you wouldn't, like, um, go visit them at their restaurant. I've got no. some friends whose kids are chefs or they're, like, husbands, but I, like, that I don't know very well. So I was just wondering, I was just wondering if you go to the kitchen at the restaurants where your friends yeah. work. But I mean, I used to work at a restaurant, but not as a Great. chef. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Um, so Phoebe meets a cute guy in the kitchen mm-hmm. um, named Tim. And he's like, oh, it, Monica says, that's my sous chef. 
And she's like, oh, you're Monica's boss. And he's like, oh, Sue means under. Uh, so she's my boss. And Ben goes, does it really? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh, I always thought Sue meant sauce. And I was like, no, like, Rue is a sauce, not Sue. And he goes, I just thought, like, because it's spelled S-O-U-S, I just thought it was, like, sauce, sauce. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's not how oh it works. Oh, my gosh. Nice, but no. Oh, so funny. <laughs> like, Ben, what else do you, like, what other assumptions do you have that you're just walking around with? Oh, my gosh. Oh. Well, Matt told me the other day that we had – like I was telling Ashley this before we started recording that we've had a bunch of fruit flies and we don't know where they're coming from but apparently a lot of people in Nashville right now are having fruit flies for whatever reason and they're driving me insane but then a normal fly just got inside Uh. and Matt was like well they all haven't grown up yet so they're not big flies yet and I was like I don't (gasps) I don't think they're the same and he's like what and I was like no, like fruit flies are fruit flies, and then regular flies are regular flies. They're not the same. They're, They're not, not like baby babies. And he flies. was like, "Oh, I guess I always just thought that they were baby flies." I was like, no. "That is so funny and so it was cute. really funny. It was very cute the way he was like, "Oh, huh." <laughs> but yeah, so he doesn't sue stand. He doesn't. Um. Well, they just, they're babies, so they haven't grown up yet. He's like, well, they haven't gotten that big yet. It was just the one. Um, Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. So, yep. That's that's who we live with. We chose him. God bless him. God bless him. Uh, um, So, Monica frantically is just like, Hey, single. She blah 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 because you know um, she doesn't have time flirting. for this flirting. Phoebe is so good at flirting. She <clears> is. <throat> I thought. Um, well, this is not the first time that she's picked up a daddy in Monica's kitchen. No, that's um, right. She. Oh wait, that's not when she used that line. Phoebe's all my favorite pickup line of Her. Phoebe's is when uh, Tag says, "It's such an interesting name." She's like, "You like that? You should hear my phone number." Um, oh yeah, that's. That is primo. But, yeah, she flirts with um, Inspector Larry. Larry. See you later. See you later. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Good on her, though, because she's she's registering interest. She's being very forward, but it's also yeah. she's a cute lady, and she's letting these guys know that mm-hmm. were they to ask her out, she would say yes. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you're supposed to do. So... <laughs> If only I watched Look this. Look at you when I... giving out advice. <laughs> I understand that's how it's supposed to work. You're they might to let know, them know I you're like them. Yeah, yeah, they might. That's the whole point. We've all heard the stories. We've all, right, all right. heard the stories. We get it. Um, oh my gosh. But yeah, so, so Monica hurries that up and is like shouting. Um, she <laughs> would give be... her your number if you just give me one Caesar salad and one calamari. So she has to put a dollar in the shouting jar. She would be the worst boss to work for. Yeah. <clears throat> Lovely person. Horrible boss. Way too controlling and micromanaging. Yeah, Way too competitive. Yeah. Anyway, I like her. But, um, <laughs> I like okay. her. So 
we'll just carry on with these guys. So um, okay. they go on the date. Uh, Phoebe says he's really sweet and she really likes him. And Monica's like, I have to fire him. He's terrible. He set my pastry chef on fire. She doesn't have any eyebrows. Um, And Phoebe's like, no, give him another chance, whatever. And then next scene, Phoebe's like, I have to break up with him. Like, he's just too much. He's too sweet. Because Monica's like, well, hold on. I thought you said he's really sweet. And she's like, he's too sweet. Did you get home okay? Did you get out of the shower okay? Did you, you know, and she's like, if I don't answer, then he just, he he just sounds clingy. And that's not Phoebe's vibe. No. Not at all. Um, Have you ever dated anybody who is too sweet? Because you know how you hear that, like, oh, somebody who's, like, too nice. Um, yes. Do tell. I have. (laughs) It's someone we went to high school with. And you told him you didn't think he had 10 friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he too nice? He was. He was, like, kind of clingy. I mean, we were 14, so, um... Yeah. You know, whatever. But yeah, he kind of like. I I think I think it's mostly that I didn't actually like him like that, and so yeah. the over attentiveness so felt yes, obnoxious. It's great, it gets great. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you feel yeah. smothered. Whereas like Matt is line. very attentive. Um, and there are probably times where I'm like, leave me alone. But he probably says that to me too. Um. But, like, I love him, so I appreciate his yeah, attentiveness right. and care, you know? <laughs> um, that's good. But I, I think that's part of it, is if someone, I don't know. No, I think you're so right, because that's yeah. it, right? Like, that is the fine line between, like, this person is showing me attention that I want yeah. or attention yeah. that I don't want, and that's where it goes from, like, enjoyed to creepy or bothersome or yeah. annoying or whatever. Or maybe um, Phoebe just was enjoying the, like, thrill of the flirting and the chase kind of, you know. And then she yeah totally got someone and she was like, oh, wait a second. Actually, I was just more interested in, like, telling you, making sous chef jokes. Do you know what? And- I was going to say, because she's not the clingy type, but fast forward to when she dates Mike, there is that time when, like, he remember when he's like, I have to go back to my apartment to get clothes. And she's like, no, just stay here and wear mine. So like, mm-hmm. it really is about the person. Like, yes, you can spend every waking hour with them if you like them. Um, I he does sound really one. clingy, though. He's like, did you get home OK? Yeah. Did you get out of the shower OK? It's like, leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I guess there's like people who are comfortable with themselves versus people yeah. who are just like whiny clingy and that he he comes off as the type of guy who might be a bit like whiny um there was a guy i did not date him um but he had a crush on me in college um and he got a little bit clingy and i remember like yeah i don't know i was like he's a nice enough guy but i could just tell i was like i just i'm already annoyed Mm-hmm. And I think you're right. I think it's just because you don't like them like that when you're like, I, you can tell yourself, get it. You can tell that you're getting annoyed and therefore like bossing them around a bit and stuff. And like, yeah. I don't know. 
I was just like, you've got to, you've got to stop. Right. Because when you really like someone, all you're looking for is their attention. Right. You know, like, I don't know. It is, it is really interesting how it can, it it really is a fine line, I think. So I just don't think she likes him, even though he does sound a little extra annoying, especially for like them just starting to date. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. Like micromanaging. I think I would feel like micromanaged and smothered. And I do think that there is a line for that. I mean, I'm sure some people wouldn't mind it, but I wouldn't call that healthy. Yeah. You know? I guess, yeah. Um, Um, So she's like, I can't deal with this. I'm going to end it. But then Monica's like, I I can't keep him on either. And so Phoebe's like, well, what are we going to do? Like, one of us has to decide who goes first because – one of us is going to be the bitch, like the yeah. boss who fires a guy who's just been dumped or the girlfriend who dumps a guy who's just been fired. Um, yeah. And so neither of them, they're both kind of like, uh, I'm just like, it's basically just like whoever gets to him first. <laughs> I know. Well, okay. What do you think? Like, I think Monica should get to go first. I think Monica should get to go first because she was the one who wanted to fire him, which yes. is the argument she makes. And also, your boss doesn't have to not fire you because something bad happened in your personal life. Like, Yeah, but you know, it. it's definitely like, you don't want to kick someone when they're down. I just feel like most, I guess most, it, like in normal workplaces, the boss wouldn't maybe know that you just got True. dumped. I guess she True. would though, because it's her friend. But like, yes. okay, so I guess putting that aside, yes, she should get to go first because she wanted to fire him already. Yes. Yes. And Phoebe should just, if she doesn't want to be perceived as being mean, she should either just kind of avoid him a little bit for a few days or just get it over with, you know. Um, but I did have a, a colleague who, it was actually really sad. They had a lot going wrong. Like, it was when we all first started working from home. Um, one day during a Zoom call, he just like, he was like, I'm sorry, I have to go. It's it's urgent. And we were all like, oh. okay. And basically his wife just like got up and packed a bag and left. (gasps) What? Um, Yes. But this person was not performing well on our team already. And um, that happened. And it, it ended up being like this crazy sad thing like she basically left him. I, I know there had been years of he was he was he's like diagnosed obsessive compulsive. Um, oh, OK, but it, he just never prioritized like treatment or oh, yeah, you know, systems. Hard. And there's a lot that he could have done, I think, that would have made things better. Um, and he re- kind of refused to do those things or just didn't prioritize them. And I think she just had asked him, to, you know. And if she was like, times. this isn't improving, you're not helping yourself, I'm not going to sit here and watch Well, and something. I think being all stuck together, oh, home, I think it probably oh, just exacerbated course. it. But I think it wasn't just out oh. of nowhere, you know? It was right. like right. they had been married right. for like 13 or 14 years. Um, right. Anyway, it was actually very sad. The whole thing was very sad. But 
they were planning on letting him go and oh wow did not do that um in fact he went on like fmla leave (laughs) because of everything going on with his family and came back and worked for a couple more months and then they let him go um but i think that is nice that sounds it was nice yeah it was nice um i think in a way i'm like there is something about just ripping the Band-Aid off and having to figure it out. Um, I kind of almost think it would have been better if they were just like, hey, we'll pay you for three months, but figure everything out at home and, you know, best of luck to you. Yeah. But I know that – I do think that some people <clears> – I think a lot of people. I think if you knew, you know, it wasn't going well for someone, but at the same time – you know, not to say like working with him was anything like your spouse leaving you bad, you know, but it does kind of like continue the problems for the people you work with. So like Monica's team yeah. is working with like a less than great sous chef because Phoebe doesn't want to break up with him at the same day, you know, like at what yeah. point do you just draw the line in the sand? And well, I mean, I do think my coworkers. Uh, family troubles were much more extreme than guy you've been dating for a few days getting broken up with you know I wouldn't even know if I'd call that like official breaking up yes I mean come on Phoebe just ghost him I think she could tell that for him well she tried to ghost him and he would just show up at her house that's true that's true so I get that but I also think that like um so like he worked at your company for a while right like she's like this is my new sous chef so you have to assume it's like it's like a couple weeks. I don't know. In my opinion, it's kind of like you don't really owe somebody something if it's been a couple weeks. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I didn't mean to sound callous. Like who cares what's going on no, at no, home? No, I know this what is you a mean. business, but yeah. yeah. And I think I do think that the the weird thing is is like it's her friend, so she would know for sure that they broke up. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's true. That is the one kind of caveat. But even either way. Phoebe should get sorry Monica should get to go first because she for sure. called it out first but Phoebe doesn't care so <laughs> um they do all um they both end up well it goes as worse as it possibly can <laughs> oh I know um, this is like a million times worse what he gets called into the restaurant is that what happens and so he Phoebe goes is in the middle of trying to break up with him she's like you know you're really great but i'm just and she's like oh hold on 911 from the restaurant and then and she's leaves. like you don't have to answer that but then he leaves right and so then yeah. so she follows him to the restaurant right where monica fires him and at the in the same breath oh my phoebe gosh. breaks up with him he handles it really well. Yeah. Yeah, he does. I think that is the worst case scenario. I can't imagine that happening yeah. like simultaneously. <laughs> They're both in the same but, room. I mean, I guess rip the Band-Aid. But, you know, he's very much like, uh, you know, thanks for giving me the opportunity to work here. It was a yeah. real joy. Like, thank you. And, you know, Phoebe, best of luck to you. You're a wonderful person. And so... He's walking away. They're both feeling really bad. I mean, I kind of, yeah, feel like I think 
you've done it, so just let it go. But then Monica feels so yes. bad, and she is a people pleaser, right? So she feels so bad mm-hmm. that she's like, wait, you know, there's a learning curve. Like, okay, t- you know, there's a learning curve for this job, so I can just give you some more time. And then he looks at Phoebe, and she's like, best of luck to you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> In oh, true Phoebe gosh. form. Exactly. She's like, I'm not going back on this. Okay. The next thing that's happening while Monica is at work, Chandler is also at work at his burning the midnight oil bing in his Manhattan office. And Ross comes in. Sorry, I'm so late. Like, we've got to go to dinner. And um, you know where I want to go. Oh, my gosh. The Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah. Uh Again? Oh, my gosh. My dad used to collect uh, Hard Rock Cafe sh- hats when we would go stop. places. Hats, not the t-shirt? Yeah, hats. I recall a tank top, a Hard Rock Cafe I'm tank sure top. there's a tank top, too. My dad loves a tank top. Yeah. But. He lives in Florida. Wear a tank top. Just, he's got um, a uniform, and tank top is the top. That's the top half of the uniform. <laughs> <laughs> Belt clip for cell phone is part of Belt uniform. clip. Jean shorts, jean shorts, high socks, tennis shoes, and a sturdy pair of tennis shoes. It's a classic mm-hmm. look. Yep. Oh, your dad. He's so cute. Oh, um, Bobby. Oh, Bobby. What a character. Um, and so they're heading out to the Hard Rock Cafe for dinner again, which I cannot imagine having to go to the Times Square Hard Rock. Um, is that are those still there? Did those go under? Hard Rock Cafe. You know. There is a Hard Rock, well, I say this, I haven't been downtown in a year at least, but there was one downtown Nashville still. Oh, like wow. first, yeah. Do you know what? Um, I think it's Planet Hollywoods that went under. Yes, I think you're right. I think there are Hard Rock cafes, just not as like widespread as before. Not as iconic part mm-hmm. of all of our shared culture. Yeah. The t-shirts, right. though. Um, it was funny when people always had the t-shirts of the one from like their own town. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, that's not the flex you think oh, so it you is. you just like went out to dinner. <laughs> you just Ross. like went. Um, yes, exactly. So on their way out, a guy's like, oh, hey, Toby. And he's like, hi. And Ross is like, beg pardon? He was like, well, he called me Toby and I didn't correct him. And then the next time he came by, he asked me if I wanted a donut and I did. So I didn't correct him. And now it's I been five years. And uh. so, uh, so this is how we meet the Hey Toby guy. And um, I feel like you need to tell us your Toby story. You've got you a Toby you? in your life. Well, I do have a Toby in my life. Uh, there's a cat. In my neighborhood. <laughs> and he came around. actually saw him today. Um, he came around for years and years and would never. He would like. He's a really big cat. And he would like make eye contact with me and then run away. Like he never let me pet him. So I called him Toby. And then we started calling him Tobes. Tobster. Um, and I never knew his name. And then one day, I'm not exaggerating, after like four or five years of trying to pet this cat, he just like walked up to me and let me pet him. And I was like, something's wrong. Something <gasps> yeah. is wrong with Toby. And so I posted it in our next door group. And I was like, does anyone own this cat? I'm starting to think maybe his owners left him behind. 
he's always been very cold to me. And today he was very cuddly and lovey. Um, and then Toby's owners told me that they got a new kitten. So he just must be feeling little, Aww. little lonely. He was like, um, so he basically did the cat version of like, I'm running away. Yes. Like, yes. There's a lady that loves me and wants to yes. pet me. I'll go find her. Yes. And funny enough, I pet him today and I thought, I think this is like the fifth time I've ever petted him in the last 10 years. Um, he does not want me to pet him most of the time but today he let me the, just the Aww. tiniest little pet um but they also told me his name is rudy not toby <laughs> but i still call him toby sometimes did you I think tell it suits him, him. That, did you tell him that you guys called him toby i did i was like also i love him so he's not this isn't a complaint i just was concerned that something was wrong <laughs> because it just wasn't very toby so it yeah was- that's my toby story it's so funny having to so we had Mr. Fluffy that you guys would have heard about and like Yeah. It's so funny having to talk to somebody about their like, Hello, hi, are you Toby's Mr. Parents? Fluffy's mom? This isn't a compa- <laughs> yeah, and I t- is this Mr. Fluffy's mom? He's over here and he seems like hurt, you know, and it's just yeah. so funny having it to It is like, funny. The shared neighborhood. Like, you know, everybody has their own connections with your cat if you have an outdoor yes. cat. Oh yeah. I can only imagine what everyone's connections are with the cheat well i know that the cat look they've moved out now but there were college kids two houses down and they called him fettuccine alfredo so (laughs) he was up in a tree one night and i went over there to try to get him down and the kid was like did you put a collar on him and i was like oh my gosh this is where i find out i like kidnapped someone's cat yeah and i was like (laughs) you're like "Um, maybe i did and he was like oh okay we just didn't know where he lived i was like oh okay and I was like, what do you call him? He's like, fettuccine Alfredo. You're, like, okay. you're like, you're like, that's my cat. He could be my cat. And they're like, Mrs. Huckles, I mean, could you please get out wrong. of our yard? <laughs> you're not <laughs> I mean, I did come out in my bathrobe. I don't see the connection here. You do have a very similar hairstyle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And they, they call Matt His Mr. name is Matt because Bob they're Buttons. 20-something years younger than him. Um, uh. Not terrible. Um... So yeah, that's my that's my Toby. But I also I told someone that my name was a different name once on purpose and it stuck was for it a me? while. And now I'm still calling you Renee. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is about to start <laughs> Jokes on you. Um your name is actually Toby. My name is actually Toby. No, it was in college. There was this group of guys that we were friends with. And they had a friend named Brian who was coming to visit. And he would visited a oh, few yes. times. But I had never met him somehow. And so they're like, oh, yeah, Brian's going to be here tonight. I was like, I can't believe I've never met him before. And they're like, you haven't? I'm like, no, I guess last time he was here, I was gone or whatever. And um, I was like, what if we what if we like trick him into thinking we've met before? Is there a time when maybe he there were a lot of people that he met or, you know, it could have like. He just might not remember because there was a lot going on. And they're like, well, so-and-so's party a few months ago, like, he was pretty drunk. So I doubt he would remember everything. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So he got there, and I was like, hey, Brian, so good to see you. Haven't seen you since Jen's party last month, huh? That was crazy. And he's like, oh, yeah, totally crazy. Good to see you. How have you been? And. So we're talking for a while. Of course, he has no idea who I am. 
and I know yeah. this and it's very when you know something <clears throat> like that it's suddenly very obvious when people don't <laughs> know what they're talking about um and so we talked for a little while and a, f- a little while later he asked from the other guys what is that girl's name like she, I guess I met her last month and I don't remember at all and they said Renee, but he heard like Danae or. Oh, I thought he was calling you Caitlin or something. No, it was close to my name, but not quite my name. Oh. And or like. I don't I don't remember. It was like a weird variation of something kind of like my name, but not quite. And so he started calling me that. And for I mean, it was like over a year he thought that was my name and I just never and finally one day I was like listen I have to tell you something I think I also <laughs> convinced him that we had kissed oh yeah so he yeah and so I was like I have to tell you we did not kiss you did not meet me that night and my name is actually Renee so this all really spiraled so out of mind blown <laughs> um but yeah but Toby but Chandler didn't even he just wanted the donut he didn't even like yeah care. he didn't have a good he didn't have, I mean yeah I anyway. also think he doesn't um, care very much he doesn't care he doesn't care about these people at work he doesn't care about work I mean as evidenced by his boss walks by and he asks how to get the good internet porn like I, I don't know that that's something what does someone would have normally ask you around here to get taken seriously oh gosh um but then he's like what if your name was Toby? And he was like, it's a better name than Chandler. And he's like, Chandler's not so bad or something like that. And he's like, yeah, that's true. You know, it's not like it's Muriel. And he's like, (laughs) whose name is Muriel? And then he goes, Chandler M. Bing. It's not just an M. (laughs) Your name's Muriel. and he's like, it's a family name. And I wanted to know, Renee, do you want to tell us your family name? <laughs> Go on. Can you feel my glare? Yes. <laughs> Go on, well, Renee. I, the people have waited eight seasons. The people have waited eight seasons. I actually don't hate my family name like I used to. I kind of miss it. Aw. Yeah. Um, my family name, my middle name is Francis, spelled with an I-S, which is the boy way, if you were wondering. Um, like St. Francis of Assisi. C- right? Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> but it's because my dad's middle name is Francis, and my mom's name is Mary Francis, and so lucky firstborn Renee, also <laughs> Renee Francis, um, which I used to hate my middle name growing up hated it and now i kind of like it like if i had a kid i might i don't know i might name her francis oh like as a first name yeah i have a francis friend and it's really cute mm-hmm. and she's really cute so i and feel like, like it works frankie could be like a very cute oh that's for cute i know we're not yeah. gonna have kids so so that's just a just so. just a little imaginary maybe just frankie. a cat <laughs> maybe just a cat oh, a cat named frankie would be so cute <laughs> It would be cute. Um, Because, yeah, when I got married, I did that thing where my maiden name is my middle name, and now my Matt's name is my last name. So, you know, Francis got booted. But I kind of miss it sometimes. um, Yes, you hated that name growing up. I never wanted to tell anyone. No, I was going to say, 
it was like I think I don't know I think you were just embarrassed it, it was it was pretty like so when we grew up like old lady names or old people names weren't fashionable again yet mm-hmm. like you know how now it's like mauve and rose and ethel and like all that stuff is kind of like cute and quirky and back this was the yeah. pre-zoe de chanel pre-quirky and so i think francis just seemed like <laughs> francis just seemed like stuffy and um not cute and quirky but it is I, but i i just remember you were like you never wanted anyone to know it yeah, no, I didn't. I think also we grew up in a time where for where a every's lot name of was our... Ashley Marie. Yes, pretty much. Um, but we grew up, that's actually kind of the point. We grew up in a time where for most of our school lives, you really wanted to blend in and fit in. Yeah. And I know that a lot of people would probably say that that's true. And I'm not in school anymore, but I feel like... Um, we've kind of have sort of finally turned a corner i felt like i don't i don't know if we're still there or not but like there was a period in fashion and um beauty and all this stuff where like the individuality was to be celebrated and it was a little bit more like oh cool your hair has a lot of like volume and style and texture that's interesting and that's unique and that's cool or like you know, you dress like you don't dress. So I don't know. I just feel like when we grew up, it was like everybody was like straight, you know, flat ironing their hair straight. And yeah. there was one look. I mean, there was still you know, it was just very like one way to be. And you kind of wanted to fit in and like mm-hmm. individuality and uniqueness wasn't really celebrated. Yeah. Like it is like it then became to be. And so yeah. Francis was embarrassing, not like, you know, unique. Well, I actually read a really interesting article about how, like, especially it started to change a little bit towards our generation, but I think there's still a little bit of that. But, like, our parents and our grandparents' generations, like, both of our mom's names are Mary. And pretty much everyone we know's mom's name is Mary, you know? Like, there's only so many names in our mom's generation that are, yeah. there's not a lot of variation. Um, and a lot of that was, it was culturally, not just like teenagers, it was culturally, you really wanted to fit in, um, especially as like cultures were melding, like people were still moving here from all over the place. And so to feel like they belonged, people would name their kids common names. So it, so they didn't stand out. So they didn't feel yeah. like the new kid. They didn't feel like the, you know, kid who just moved here from a different country. Right. Um, they didn't have, like, more reason to be the other. Yes. They didn't want to be othered. And so that is why, like, our parents and our grandparents' generation, the name pool is, like, really small, especially if they were born in the States. I think it's different yeah. with, like, you know, like, Matt's grandparents were not born in the States. So they have, you know, more Scandinavian first names. But... Mm. And so, well, even my grandpa, my grandpa was born in Italy, and when he came through, they they chose to change all of their names to, like, Americanized versions. Yeah. A lot um, of people did that. A lot of people did that, but they just, I think it's because they didn't want to feel more out of place than they already felt. They, you know, totally. regardless of what anyone else thought, I think you just want to feel more comfortable. But now, it's like to fit in, you have to be different, which is kind of funny. So, like... People won't name their kids' names 
because they already know a kid with that name. Yeah, you know? totally. And um, like, it was also, I mean, you had a unique name, but like I was always one of at least right. two, if not three, Ashleys in oh my gosh, every yeah. single place I went. And I've met like five Renees in my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Like I, I very rarely meet Renee's it's it's so uncommon it's not a it's not a weird name though like everyone knows it no it's not everyone knows that it's just not common at all I actually love I think it's like the perfect balance of like and it's a pretty name which is helpful it is helpful um but yeah I've always liked that my name was uh like people had a frame of reference for it you yeah, know, it wasn't like, huh, what's that? Yeah. I've never heard that. Yeah. Word. I mean, it's misspelled a lot and that kind of stuff. Sure. But people have at least like heard it before, but they don't know anyone else with it. Um, so, yeah, I love that. But I think that's very hard to come by. If you know, maybe Renee will make a comeback someday. It's like if you look at like baby, have you ever looked at like baby names online? No, um, probably at some point. Well, you can look at, like, the trends over the years. So if you looked up Ashley, there's going to be a huge spike in the 80s, you know. Yeah. Um, Renee, like, never has a spike. It just keeps going yeah. down. <laughs> it's like there are well, more people on Earth than ever, and there are less people named Renee than ever. It is ripe for a comeback. Mm-hmm. Yep, she's ready for a comeback. Um, but anyway, that's my family name, Muriel. Muriel Francis. Muriel Francis. Francis Muriel Bing. Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> so um, so that guy's name is Bob, we find out. And mm-hmm. Chandler's But you know who boss, he is, right? Yes. He is the guy from Saturday Night Live. Nice. Um, he has a real name, but all I can he think does. of is the chronic what cools. Yeah. <laughs> is his name Parnell. Chris? Chris Parnell. That's it. Chris Parnell. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. Um, so he, uh, Chandler's boss is like, uh, Bob, they're looking to promote Bob and move him up here. They got The guys love him down on six. What do you think? And Chandler's like, well, this is 11. It's twice as hard up here. No, he's not. He's not 11 material. Like, Ugh, Chandler, what are you I know. doing? And I really question Chandler's boss here. Why is he asking Chandler for advice? Well, he's like, oh, you know him. Good, let me ask you. Oh, I know, this has but happened. like, I'm trying to figure out where Chandler, how Chandler is hanging on to his job at this point. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, uh, there, nothing here tells me that he's employee of the month. He doesn't have to be employee of the month, but not asking your boss how to get around the servers and not <laughs> and then you know recommending you just shred all of your extra papers yeah just do you, you know what extra papers, I think just shred them all this is wall street in the 90s i'm just gonna go with right like wall street corporate he's a factotum he's, he's in finance no i have no idea he's in data whatever who knows it non-descript non-descript um non-descript yes. new york job exactly nondescript corporate job i was gonna say but um so something that is very relatable having worked in corporate environments for 
over 10 years, uh, is that you say something to somebody and then that gets back to that person inappropriately Mm -hmm. so. So Bob shows up and is like, hey, Toby, I got to ask you something. Where can I find Chandler? Chandler's office? Apparently Chandler said that I wasn't good enough to come up here. And so that's why I'm not getting promoted. And I was absolutely the wrong thing to do is to tell, like, to leak that information. But I cannot tell you how many companies I've worked, maybe consulted for or whatever, or worked at, where you say something to HR and that gets back to that person. And you're well, like, I don't think his boss was great. HR, but... No, he's not. I see what you're saying. But like, yeah, it happens at all levels. So that is very realistic. Very mm-hmm. bad behavior. Very realistic. Um, so that's bad. And Chandler <laughs> catches him. Oh, yeah, because he tries, he tries to set it straight finally, which he should have done before. Um, I know. I, I guess he was like, didn't want to embarrass Bob, but like, I don't know, whatever. I just would never be in this position because I would just be like, oh, don't worry about it. It's Ashley. You know, yeah, I just, I didn't think it was worth correcting you before. But since we're going to be working together now, I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted to let you know. And hey, I'm really excited. Let me know if you need any help. I don't know. There's easy ways around it. Yeah. True. But, um, but he's like, I have to tell you something. I'm... I'm the reason you didn't get the job. And he's like, no, Toby, anything you say right now is just going to make me more mad at Chandler. (laughs) And so then at the end, Chandler finds Bob trashing his office. And so he just joins in. (laughs) I know. This is Chandler's office. Truly, like, it does explain why Chandler needs to quit. He does not care. Could you imagine not caring so much? No. Maybe you can. Okay, no, you can't. Okay. No, I can't. I That would drive me nuts. I'd rather, like, yeah. work at Starbucks or Trader Joe's, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something I really fulfilling. would. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I I would rather, like, have good hangs and no money um, than suffer through yeah. being that bored. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um. But. Okay, and <clears throat> finally... So bye, Toby. Um, bye, Chris Parnell. Finally, Chris Parnell. Rachel is on set. Um, Rachel's on set at Duel watching Joey. Uh, that sounds simple enough. Why don't we just do that? We went to exhume Jessica's body and it wasn't there. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So Rachel gets to meet cute doctor who actor cute doctor whose name is Cash Ford. Um, I think that's his real name, or is it a family name? <laughs> it's an embarrassing family name. Yeah, a guy named Cash. But then I was thinking, I know a guy I named Cash. Like, yes, I was gonna say I feel like I've met a Cash before. Mm-hmm. You know one? I know a a guy uh, an adult named Cash, and I know a kid named Cash, and they're not related. Are they, is it short for something like Cashtifer? <laughs> um, I do follow an influencer, and her child's name is Cashton, and they call him Cash. Cashton. Um, Cashton. Okay, like Ashton, but with a C. Kind of, yeah. But they all have, all the kids have C names. So I think towards the end, they just needed more names, you know? Um, like, but the other kid named Cash. Cash- <laughs> 
the other Cashton kid is my friend's nephew, and his name is just Cash. Okay. So, I don't know. And then the adult, his name's just Cash that you know? Um, I don't know him very well. He's, like, more on the acquaintance level, but he's also a musician, and so... Oh, okay. I'm oh, is it, like, sure after Johnny Cash? Name. No, I'm pretty sure that's his real name. There's also a guy named Kale, who I'm, like one degree of separation friends with well i have a friend that her husband works with him and i've met him but i always thought that was a really interesting name that's all yeah Um, i was just thinking with the like if the musician named cash like did his parents really like johnny cash and name their kid cash i do feel like i've met a cash but it does it is an interesting (laughs) cash pretty pretty (laughs) um so yeah, Rachel does some flirting as well um, and is going to go on a date with Cash. Oh, no, sorry. First, um, Joey's like, oh, Cash asked for your number. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I thought I was being such a loser. And he's like, I'm with you. I thought that, too. But I told him no because you weren't dating people. And she's like, Cash Ford, not people. Not people. Um, and... Yeah, and then, so she's like, you know, did you tell him I was pregnant? No, yeah. I didn't think you were telling people. And so she's this like, This is when I thought Cash my was people. Was people, yeah. <laughs> and so she's like, yeah, you know, give him my number. We're going to go on a date. Okay, what do you think? Do you have any thoughts about this? Rachel going on this date with Cash pregnant? So, I was going to ask you the same thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> You're going to answer my question with a question? <laughs> With a question. Um, I don't think that she shouldn't date. But I think that anyone she dates should know she's pregnant, I guess. Like, I feel like in the same way that if. I was going on a date with someone that like was really trying to take me on a date, not just like a oh, casual thing. Like, let's say, you know, it's 2022. Let's say like we've been talking on like one of the apps or whatever. So it's clear yeah. you're like trying to get to know someone. Clearly you're trying to date them. And then we go out a couple times and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm moving to New York next week. And you're like, what? How are we going to have a relationship if I didn't know that kind of thing? You know, I just feel like those – not that everything in your life is someone's business up front, but if you plan to have a serious relationship with them, even potentially, I guess I just feel like they should know what the what they're getting into. What the deal you know? is, yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way about like knowing if someone had kids. I just feel like you don't have to know all the details, um, but, you know, knowing that somebody has kids could be a – a game changer for someone so I don't know yeah so I don't think that she has to uh abstain from dating I just think that I I think I would just rather someone knew than like them find out later I just feel like that's like a weird blind side you know hmm so what do you think yeah I think I think similarly um I do think that she should totally be allowed to date. Like, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Like, I'm with you on that one. She should be able to go on dates. Um, and we'll get to that in a minute. But mm-hmm. um, 
Because someone doesn't. <laughs> someone has weird. Someone has I strong don't know. feelings about I'm it. I'm so confused. <laughs> this is so strange. Brand new oh, information. So out of character. So um, out of character. I guess like, yeah, this it is a gray area here, right? Because part of me is like, going on one date with somebody doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that you need to tell them every single thing about every aspect of your life that might be good, bad, or otherwise. Like, mm-hmm. it's one date, and you don't have to do all that if you don't really feel like it. Yeah. I guess, like, to the point with, like, um, already having kids, I'm like, oh, well, that's a little bit different. But, like, it's a little bit different for the person who has them, I think, because they like Rachel I think is still grappling with the fact that she's pregnant and going to have kids and like all that stuff and so I don't but even if you have like I guess I don't blame somebody for that is a lot of work on them to have to like tell somebody and how are they going to react and da 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 and like I just want to go on a date with a person you know what I mean like yeah so I guess I don't blame them um for not wanting to tell somebody that you don't even right. know if this is going to go anywhere. And right. so it's just like, can I just have a date, like just a nice night out? But I guess then it becomes like, okay, well, when do you tell them? Right. And and yes. I think that's how I feel too. Investing one like night with somebody to me is like not that big of a deal. No. And so if you were to find out on the second date or before the second date or even before the third date, that to me is like still kind of, I don't know, I had this thing where it was sort of like within three dates, it's like nobody owes anybody anything. Don't get me wrong. I still don't think you should like ghost people. But I mean, like if somebody's just like, hey, actually not for me, like if we're within the three date margin, then it's like I'm not, I I should just really not be offended and vice versa. Um, But I suppose like. I can see, though, if you're like, oh, you know, we were talking a lot and I was starting to, like, invest time in this person yeah. and invest emotional energy. Like, there are certain things. But that, I guess, like, I can see it from both sides. As the person, like, as cash, you kind of want to know this information if you're going to start emotionally investing in that other person. Yeah. But as Rachel, like, it's a big emotional burden to have to bear and you don't know how the other person's going to take it. And you don't want to just share that information because it's a really personal part of you that somebody might just reject. Like, I get on both sides why that's frustrating. So yes. I just don't, for Rachel's sake, I'm like, I don't think this is going to be like, especially like her being pregnant. We're on a, a very specific timeline. So like every week she doesn't tell him. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a really long runway to not have that conversation. I so, think that one date is not a big deal, though. Totally. Like, but I also will say, I don't know why she told him on the date then. Well, maybe she thought it was going well, and so she wa- or maybe she felt like she was hiding it. And so she wanted, what was she supposed to do? Tell him before the date? Uh-huh. Oh, by the way, do you want to go on this date? I'm pregnant. Like, that's weird. I don't know. I think, I don't know. I think it's, ha, huh, I don't know. I think I would be more, obviously, like, we wouldn't be going on dates with people who are pregnant, so it's a little different yeah. here. <laughs> you know, I can't true, say that, true, true. but I'm I'm trying to think, like, I, I don't think, know. Like, Modern science is doing is some the, crazy stuff. I guess. But you know what I mean? Like, I think the, the, the easiest, like, lateral comparison yes. would so be Yes, so put it that way. Somebody a having a kid. 
Yes. Um, would you expect that every guy would be like, hey, before we go on this date, I want you to know I have kids? I don't know that I would expect it, but I think finding out after would throw me for a loop. And I think it would kind of almost like not send everything right back to the beginning, but you've been having a conversation kind of assuming one thing, like this is just a single guy. And you're like, okay, now we're talking about a single guy who has, you know, additional humans that he's attached to. It's just a different conversation. It's a different relationship. It is, but I just feel like, I don't know, like, does one date matter? Because I guess there's a lot of things that could come up. And having kids is a big one. But it's yeah. like, if they tell you that before you even go out on the date and you, like, this person, I think, just ends up having, like, no opportunity or, like, much more limited opportunities to connect because people are yeah, just like, but- oh, kids? No, too difficult. You know? But at the same time, wouldn't you rather connect with people who want to connect with you yes everybody because i don't that, think that that but would be sometimes it. i don't know no 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 i think you're right i think that's what everybody wants but like it's really human to be like i'm getting rejected a lot like i just want to go just have fun i just want to go have fun on totally. a totally totally and i think that's what rachel's doing here and i don't fault yeah. her for that at all yeah like it's an awkward situation, and especially, like, the first time. I mean, she's in totally new territory here, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, so let me bring this up, because part of me was thinking, like, you go on – because I don't think that you need to bring that type of stuff up before you go on one date with somebody. I think at most, okay, you've wasted their time for one night. I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. Um Granted, of course, now, like with apps and texting and all now with a, I know that texting has been around for a while, but it wasn't when this was airing. So that's no. what I mean. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, so it's a lot more than just like, oh, I got ready and went on this date. It's like you'd been talking, you'd been texting, whatever. So I get that. Um, it's a little bit more than just one night wasted or whatever. But I suppose like in my mind, I'm like, OK, you go out on your date, you have your one date, whatever, and then maybe Maybe before the second one, you tell them, hey, there's just something I want you to know. You know, like, I'm really enjoying getting to know you, but I want to be upfront. And it's like, there's a lot of things that that could fall under. Like, I have a felony. I don't know. Some stuff is obviously, like, um, more relevant than others. And children and pregnancy are more relevant. But I wonder if she had to tell him on the date because she felt that things were going really well. And it was like okay, this guy wants to sleep with me, so I need to let him know I'm pregnant. I wonder if that's why it came up on the date. Yeah. And I think that's why I think I would rather just get it over with up front. I don't know. I think just any time, like, not just the not just the fact that it's pregnancy. It just feels like kind of a bomb being dropped and just out of nowhere, you know. Look, if it was me... I would, because I don't want kids, so I wouldn't go on a date with a guy who had kids. Right. If I was on a date with them and they were like, oh, I have kids. Yeah, okay, I might be a little bit frustrated that I was like, oh, I wish I would have known. I mean, I wouldn't be rude to them, but, you know, like, I might be a little bit like, oh. Um, but what what did I lose one night of my life? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not the world's biggest deal. No, <clears throat> it's just, not. I but I think, I honestly think that, as Rachel, 
I think I would be more disappointed if it was going really well and then you say you're pregnant and they're like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I actually think from her perspective, it would be easier just to weed out people that were weird about Because I think, I actually think a lot more people would be willing than you think to just be like, yeah, let's go on some dates. We'll see where this goes. Because then it's no pressure. Yeah. It just, but you know. Well, at least you know. It is still pressure. It is still, because some people, because I, you know, we've both, I'm sure, talked to people that are like, oh, the guy has kids or what have you. And they're like, well, Mm -hmm. every single thing then becomes like, it's almost like way too much pressure because it's like, well, I don't want to mess around unless I'm sure. Like, you know, I don't want to like waste this person's time because they have kids or whatever. I don't know. I hear what you're saying. And it, like you said, it is her first time. And so she probably just didn't know how to navigate it. And she obviously is really disappointed. Um, But yeah, but I don't blame somebody if they were like, whatever, I'm going to not be super forward with this information because I would just like to have a good night out. And I think that's not the worst thing somebody could do. No, I just don't think she should have told him. Because let's be honest, are things probably going to go anywhere with this, you know, Joey clone actor guy? No, of course probably not. not. You know, like, Maybe she, yeah. it's not. Oh, well, but, she did say, what am, What excuse am I going to use for not drinking? And so yeah. maybe she just was like, I don't want to lie. But yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. But she does oh, end up having to buy $15, no, 15 <laughs> candy bars. That's right. But before the candy bars... Mm-hmm. Uh, Ross is trying to get people to go to a Ukrainian film with him um, mm-hmm. and Rachel can't because she's going on a date and Ross is fine that's fun information Ross's baby's going him. on a date too yeah so Ross is really weird about this and blowing it out of proportion yep yeah what do you think here um Okay, I I have some thoughts, but it's going to spoil. So so uh, it's going to spoil, I think. Um, so Ross is super weird about it at first. And he does this whole thing about like, I don't care about Rachel. It's my baby. Like wherever she, whoever she dates, my baby dates. And he's all strange about it. And then Joey makes some... I can't remember what it was, but Joey said something, and I remember thinking, oh, yeah, Joey has a good point. But I don't remember what it was. Um, And he's, like, really obnoxious about it. But then Joey is like, dude, what's the matter here? And and Ross is like, I just thought the next time I had a child. Yeah. It would be different, and I, I it breaks my heart every time I don't get to see, or every time I have to drop Ben off. And it's not even so much Rachel, although he has said that before, that he thought if he was dating her, then like that would, that would you be, know, be the one. Yeah. And so, um, so he is, so it's a little bit about that, but I think it's a little bit about like, he's just like seeing this whole, you know, he thought that like he'd actually get to have the traditional family and now he's yeah. seeing again that that's not happening and he doesn't, he's already losing connection with his child before he even has it. Yeah. So... So to say all of that, um, I think that it is absolutely obnoxious. And again, taking choice and like autonomy, I guess, away from Rachel by being like, wherever she goes, my baby. Okay, like, 
Well, she's not drinking. She's not going to go to like a smoke filled bar. Like she's not going to go like eat sushi and like go, you know, like sumo wrestling. Like I'm not sure. It's just very like she's a responsible adult who can make good decisions. Yeah. And, and but once he gives that explanation, I'm like, okay, now I understand why he was yeah. being so obnoxious. What do you think? Yeah, I feel the same. I think that you know, at first I'm like, oh, okay, here we go again, Ross. But <laughs> I do understand that it is sad that you know, especially since he's already kind of got this like co-parenting thing with Carol so he doesn't get Ben full-time so he you know could just I'm sure like not a consolation prize but I'm sure he tells himself like okay but yeah but next time like you know I'll be there full-time and I'll be there for every milestone and blah 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 yeah um so I understand like to the be dream an dying. involved dad yeah the dream dying is like definitely sad um but at the end of the episode I stopped feeling so bad for him because it's only bad when it's weird for him that Rachel's dating, but he can date Mona. Well, he's not pregnant, I guess, is his point. is like Right, but he's not ever going to be pregnant. So, you know. I suppose. So do you think, because I hear what you're saying. I was like, oh, because he was really sweet to Rachel when he sees her. And she's he like, is. he's like, how's your date? And she's like great I'm by myself and I just bought 15 candy bars mm-hmm. um or whatever how much money does she say she says it's 15 she says 15 dollars and then she says well 15. I'm gonna go home and eat 10 candy oh, bars and he goes oh bars. I thought I made you feel better she goes you did there are 20 in here <laughs> that's a good price for the candy bars that's what I'm saying the inflation candy, has not 20 hit candy bars for $15 especially from a newsstand like from a newsstand those prices are way jacked up for the convenience yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, there are 20 in here. Um, yeah, so maybe they're fun size. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so he is really sweet to her, and she kind yes. of has a bit of a – but you're right. So I guess it's like – okay, so when, when Ro- Joey's talking to him, and he's like, well, in this vision of you mm-hmm. in bed fighting over the newspaper with your family, is it Rachel? And he's right. like, it used to be, but yeah. it's not anymore. Yeah. And so – I don't think it's necessarily that it's she's not allowed to date and he is. I think it is like, yeah, I don't know. I guess he's kind of just having to like wrestle with that decision because it's like, well, if she goes and dates somebody else, I'm pushed out. But like with Ben right now, he doesn't have like maybe if he was with somebody and when Ben was there, they did get to all snuggle up. And yeah. have, you know, the fight over that. Maybe he'd feel better about it. And so maybe it's just that part of it, too, is like he misses Ben, but he also is like doesn't have the partner to have the nuclear family with. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think just <clears throat> once he realizes that what he's upset about is the dream being dead. Um, yeah. You know, I get it. But it's like. the universe like, I brought still... Mona. Yeah, but I still feel like he'd be weird about it no matter what because oh, of course because it's weird just, for him. I mean, yep. Don't get me wrong; it's a weird situation. Yeah, in general for everybody, but they are not together in any way, shape, or form. So, well, that's I, what. Yeah, that's. I think that's it. That's it. Sorry, you just reminded me when Ross is like, 
you set them up. Joey, what were you thinking? And he's like, right. I was thinking it'd be fine because Ross hasn't dated Rachel in five years. Right. Yeah, of course. Right. So it's up to right. her. So I would understand even I think it'd even be a little bit different if they had like moved in together and were like, we're going to raise this yeah. baby together. I would say yeah. then we're treading on some like gray area where I'd be like, yes, hmm, this looks like kind of playing house a little bit. Maybe they're just not ready to admit that they're like getting back together. But they have both made it very clear that this is just co-parenting. So why wouldn't either one of them date? You know, like I don't actually see a problem with it. I do see a problem with it. If only one of them. It's only one way. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I mean, to be honest, at the end of Rachel's pregnancy, like, obviously, it's because she's, like, freaking out and hormonal and all the things. But she's like, I don't want you to date anybody. I want you to be at my beck and call 24-7. And she's only not dating anybody because it's very obvious that she is extremely pregnant. And I'm sure she doesn't have the tolerance or bandwidth for that anyway. (laughs) But Ross is really sweet, and he's like, okay, I won't date anybody. Um, yeah. But. But at the yeah, time, he so, also doesn't have any good prospects, does he? Right, right. Very easy to promise things that you don't have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. I think he's pretty sweet when he says it. Yeah. Um. So, Yep. Yes, you mentioned it back. So he goes to the coffee shop at the end um, and there's Mona. Hey, Mm -hmm. from the wedding. And she agrees to go to the Ukrainian film with him. And now Mona's in our lives. So that's okay. I don't I don't know. I don't know why I don't like Mona. It's really not her fault. You don't like Mona? I don't love her. Oh, I think she's so cute. There's something about her that I don't like, oh. and maybe we'll dig into it when she when she features a little bit more. Oh, okay. Um, well, I did read some interesting facts about Mona. <gasps> Go is on. Is that she was only supposed to be in the wedding episode, and it was just one episode, one off, and she and uh, um, David Schwimmer had such good chemistry and she said he made her so comfortable on set that like some of her stuff was ad lib because they just were going back and forth oh wow and she was only booked for the one day and it was such a hit that they asked her to come back oh well done and then she ended up being in like seven more episodes or something um girls getting paid yeah girls getting paid so she was only supposed to be just mona at the wedding but i actually think uh this this plot line is pretty great. All in. When we're when we get there. We're not quite there yet. Okay. I can't really remember it, so you'll have to tell me when we yeah. get there. I mean, it's frustrating, <laughs> but it's also pretty funny. Um Okay. So yeah. we'll, we'll leave it there for now. Okay. Um so that's Sounds us. Good. Uh Whatever this episode five, the one with Rachel's date. No, not that date. That date. Yes. That date. The um, other date. And we will see everybody back here next week for a very aptly timed the one with the Halloween party. Yes. Ooh, spooky. We'll be right after Halloween. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> 
So it's just, we'll talk about the party afterwards. Perfect. Okay. Sounds good. All right. I'll see you guys later. All right. Bye. Bye.